0: Welcome to Classic Comics Cavalcade. I'm Jason Sachs.
1: I'm Amir Ford.
0: And we are continuing our look at the Love Comics drawn by Jack Kirby, looking at uh, four, um, I guess they're mid-50s, romance stories drawn by Kirby and collected in the complete Kirby War and Romance collection. Mm-hmm. You're saying these weren't as bad as you thought they would be.
1: I expect it to be much worse much more sexist than they already are
0: they're pretty sexist
1: although you know what i can't you have to be really not a children's book to get more sexist so i guess you're right they're pretty as bad as it gets for a kid's book
0: i think it's interesting that these are the kind of stories where you read a little bit between the lines and a lot of stuff kind of starts to pop up in terms of like just how weird america was in the 50s well, yeah. at least the stories presented for kids in the 50s were
1: yeah yeah and the, and the values and
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. so there are four stories should we maybe rank them by favorites or do you want to go one by one what do you think
0: uh we could do either one i wasn't ready to rank them by favorites why don't you talk first
1: so there are four stories one is uh i learned about love from larry which is about this famous tv or movie silver screen actress who uh whose manager is in love with her the second one is i learned about love the hard way it's about this woman who uh first um meets a guy who doesn't you know who falls in love with for a guy who doesn't love her back and then falls in love with another guy but then she's very jealous she thinks that he's like involved with another person and it ends up being that she was wrong. Um The third one is a, is called, he was perfect, but I lost him. Uh, again, it's like, it starts out with this woman who meets the perfect guy who they have the everything in common, you know, dancing and the arts and blah, blah, blah. But then he ends up not loving her and then she can't find anybody until she meets some dude in a, in a, department store and he's into boxing he's kind of like the rough around the edges and he's the perfect guy for her and then finally um when you search oh wait, was it called i think it's called when you search for love and it's about yeah. a woman who um just goes on multiple different dates and different guys hit on her but they're just they they tend to say something that uh it just irks her the wrong way She goes from Ohio to New York, a bunch of guys hit on her, they're not the right guy. Finally, she decides to go back home to Ohio and meets a guy on the train who's really rich and a perfect guy for her.
0: (laughs) This mysterious man on the train. So which one did you like the best?
1: I think the last one is probably the best one because at least there are some semblance of empowerment towards the woman because she you know she rejects five or six guys because they're not right for her and then meets to finally meets a guy who's like pretty cordial
0: i think i would actually rank that as number three
1: oh, okay what and then should i go for one two three yeah all right so i'd say that's one it was also the last one i read so i don't know number two it's very hard to pick
0: I know they're I not guess, that different from each other.
1: Yeah, I guess I learned about love from Larry is probably number two because this is a woman of power. Like, she actually is the one that earns more money and blah, blah, blah. Um, I think
0: it's an interesting story. i maybe put that as my number two also.
1: And then learned about love the hard way. And then there's the he was the perfect, but I lost him. I guess Number three would be the rough around the edges guy who's into boxing, number mm-hmm. three. And number four, the last one, least favorite, is the one where the jealous woman, like, oh, God, she catches him with a hot woman. She's He's cheating on him, but it's actually his sister helping him find the ring for her.
0: Yeah, I agree. That's so corny.
1: That's so corny. But maybe that was like breaking barriers back in 1940s who knows
0: yeah that's true right we're looking at this stuff oh my god 70 years after it was created 60 years after it was created start thinking about it that way yeah
1: 80 years actually right 40s or the 50s
0: these are 50s right
1: oh 50s oh okay
0: immediately cool. postcode
1: oh got it got it okay
0: that's why the comic code seal is so huge on the covers
1: Ah, that's right. That's right. So what's your ranking?
0: Yeah, I think, well, we I, I I think we talked about it just a bit as you were going through it. Um I would say um
1: I guess I want to know number one.
0: I think number one is is the story with the movie actress.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: Uh because I think her arc is really interesting. I learned about love from Larry oh okay let's talk about when you search for love first though so um but i guess
1: what are you sorry can i ask your rankings one two three four
0: yeah um i guess when i search for when you search for love, it's number two um number four is where he was perfect and i lost him so number three would be i learned about love the hard way
1: got it okay okay. we are we have the last place similar same thing same yeah
0: but even The Last Place has a little elements, so I think, that are really interesting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So When You Search for Love is an interesting story, I thought. I'm going mean, to probably use the word interesting as a way of saying weird. Feeling. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? So we have this girl who's, and she is a girl, right? She's like 19, maybe,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who moves to the big city. Did, did they say she moved to New York or did she just moved to the big city?
1: I thought it was New York, but I could be wrong. Oh, yeah, it says this is the real New York, the artistic, creative, glamorous part of the city. Oh, you're right,
0: yeah. She gets off the train in New York um, and immediately gets hit upon by some fancy shark in a suit Mm -hmm. and a pointy fedora on his head.
1: Clark Gable, trying to get fresh with her.
0: He does look like a Clark Gable, doesn't he? I gotta say for New York City, this looks so much like a comic ink by Vince Coletta Because there's no backgrounds. There's nothing that makes you feel like it's happening anywhere in the world. It could be uh-huh. literally any place. So she she immediately gets a job as a typist and stenographer.
1: By the way, it's inked by Jack Kirby himself. Erasing his own pencils.
0: Oh, no, it says increments means Oh,
1: my bad. When you search for love?
0: Yeah, at the bottom? Oh my,
1: is... bad. oh, my bad. I was looking at the 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 covers inked by Jack Kirby. You're right. Sorry. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, and my mom actually had a job as a typist and stenographer at New York Life back in the 50s. So oh, wow. This is uh, true from that standpoint. But she gets a job at the most generic name place ever, J.C. Brown & Company. and then suddenly somehow it never occurs to her that the man at her work would be married like what Mm -hmm. Like, uh, like why and then this heavy browed guy does he look like he's got these massive heavy eyebrows comes up and tries to pick her up he makes fun of her little town congratulations on your escape from the sticks And she's just horrified. So I guess, you know, one thing we can say about Miss Parker is that she loved where she came from.
1: Um, I like the the artist and the teacher. It's like, like, hey, not bad. And then she's like, oh yeah, thanks. He's all like, yeah, I'm not really interested in your scribbles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and she goes running away. Just no one will treat her nice in the big city.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then she gets to go to a party with some TV producers and other people involved in the media. And she gets met because everyone's talking shop at the party. Like, she just seems so shallow. Oh my God. She gets bored. It's widely syndicated and the residuals will be enormous, I imagine. What do you expect? You're a stranger at this party. What do you want people to talk to you about? I guess that is kind of the way a pretty innocent person would live.
1: I mean, what I'm surprised is she's 19 and she's moving to New York. Man, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, Especially in that at that time, right? I mean, what
1: about going to college or something?
0: Maybe she went to the secretarial school or something.
2: Yeah.
0: And the scenes where she gets on the train, it's almost like a dream. That first panel on page 114 and there's like mist all around it, you know, from the smoke from the train.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's almost like she's being transported into another world or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and she meets the this- dark mysterious stranger i mean those first few panels where she's on the train um again inked by vince coletta so it's looked like there's nothing around her and the guy comes up to her and he's his face is hidden and then we get a silhouette panel like this could actually be like a scene from a horror story
2: mm-hmm.
0: he could be the mysterious stranger who will take her soul But I guess in a way he does, because he's the rich executive going back to Centerville, and uh, he gets her to tell she's tell him she's a miss and not a misses, and they seem like they're going to live happily ever after.
1: Nice. So she's from Centerville, Ohio, right? Yeah. I just looked up her, the Wikipedia for that city in 1950. The population was 827 people. Oh, wow. By the 1960, it jumped up to 3,490, and now it's about 25,000, 24,000. It, really
0: it really was the sticks.
1: It was the sticks. It was like less than a thousand people when she left to go to New York. And, uh, Yep, it's uh, also some famous people from there. Phil Donahue, former talk show host. A.J. Hawk, former NFL linebacker.
0: Big drop there.
1: Some of the famous people who uh, are from the same city as this lady.
2: It's
0: not a bad story, I guess. Maybe it's the most realistic-feeling story.
1: Yeah, it's fine.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah it's i don't good. buy the
0: very end where she's like i kn- also know you can't search for love you can only open up your heart be ready to welcome it when it finds you as find you I think, it will i promise
1: i think one of the interesting things about this story is that the last two panels are like the panels from the new gods <laughs> <laughs> it's a <like> light open up. <laughs> It they, looks... they go into a vortex of light.
0: <laughs> I was thinking, is the train crashing?
1: I don't know. They're dead. I guess no. <laughs> that's the only way to find true love. I don't know.
0: Well, they're they're literally no place, right? They're in limbo. Yeah. On pages one fourteen and one fifteen, like there's no sense of place at all. They're just maybe they are going. Yeah, maybe they are dead. Maybe they're going into purgatory or something.
1: Well, thanks to Vince Coletta, who didn't want to ink. Can we maybe take a veer into Vince Coletta discussion a little bit? Um, I've heard that the poor guy was just trying to get the stuff out as quickly as possible. And it wasn't really like, if he was given the opportunity, he probably could have, or he would have inked it if he give him a long time, but that's not how the business worked, Right.
0: Yeah, I read the book about Coletta that two published and they were talking about how he was given assignments and told to turn them around in a day or two, so he didn't have time to really do much. Yeah, There's also a story that in the 70s at Marvel, his book sold the best. Kids loved oh. them.
1: Because their reputation or no background?
0: Because I think they were just fun reads.
1: Oh, okay. but The ones that he inked or penciled?
0: The ones that he inked.
1: Oh, interesting. Well, I mean, he did ink some famous people, like that's best. true. Cool, so, awesome.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I this comic, this story really needs some background, anyway.
1: It did. Yeah, this one especially.
0: And her face just feels a little off. Like there's places where her eyes don't quite match up. Mm-hmm. Like on page uh, one fourteen. Yeah. Panel five, her eyes are different
1: shapes. That's because she's in love. Oh, <laughs> of
0: course. Of course, the irises <laughs> of her eyes are different.
1: Yeah, the shape of her eyes and eyeballs and stuff. that Oh my god, give
0: this man a no prize. <laughs> uh, Let's talk about I learned about love from Larry.
1: OK. Alliteration.
0: Uh, yeah, right. I think it's funny how like the first two stories were both. I learned about love. Uh, so this is the one about the movie actress. Who so gets...
1: my, my first question sorry I didn't mean to interrupt but my first question is uh, was this li- written by Larry Lieber?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I learned about love from Larry by Larry. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or was it by Mrs. Lieber for that matter? So um interesting trivia about this. It's inked by Christopher Rule, who um is rumored, no one knows for sure, but is rumored to be the guy who inked Fantastic Four number one. Oh, interesting. And the um the first panel that's reprinted on page 59 looks similar to a scene in FF number one when the uh, words Fantastic Four are being are flying across the sky the guy's holding up a newspaper the face looks almost identical at least in my memory
1: well the panel four on that page um, the woman looks really odd yes doesn't she like a different um, much different than I would think of Kirby faces although you see the Kirby behind it it's just
0: is it just me or her eyes too far away from each other
1: that's love, Jason.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer to everything.
1: That's love. No. Yeah. <laughs> this is
0: the story I thought was so strange. So she's a popular movie actress, right? And mm-hmm. she's so popular that she goes to a party and people are like, you should, uh you know, another one like that and they'll name the studio after you, right? So she's like she's like Grace Kelly or someone.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's probably the biggest star of the time, or Ingrid Bergman, or someone like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then she gets sick, and immediately the the studio drops her, and they're ready to move on. I guess, I guess, in a way, that feels realistic. But wouldn't they do something to be like, "Hey, we stand behind our big star, Diana Cummings. We, everyone loves her, so we're gonna we support her."
1: I could see people getting dropped. Yeah.
0: A, a little implausible to me mm-hmm. I also thought like other people would still love her besides her secretary or her agent mm-hmm. but it's kind of a nice story arc
1: yeah except the part where she could be rich again and she's like nah you know I'll just uh I'll just be a but I, this is the line is not like I'm sorry, but from now on, I'm going to play the greatest role there is. Not the role of an actress, actress, but the role of a wife.
0: Oh, that's the most conservative 50s mindset ever, right?
1: The best, the greatest role of all.
0: The greatest role there is.
1: And it is a role because it's fake. Just why, can't,
0: why can't you do both?
1: Yeah, I mean, you guys need the money. I mean, he's your agent that's the only way he makes money it makes no sense how are
0: they gonna they don't say a, a wife and mother like you know especially in this time period if she's a mom that's a different story
1: yeah
0: as an actress you can work however much you want especially if you're a big star
1: yeah you're like the biggest star they're gonna name a studio after you you quit you put yourself out on the street be poor and and your husband and now you both screwed yeah congratulations you're in love
0: (laughs) and who knows if that's going to last anyway you're you're an actress you know elizabeth taylor is the perfect example of that right Mm -hmm. yeah the name diana cummings also is a little unfortunate
1: why Uh, who's diana cummings
0: oh i'm just thinking you know there's a little sexual innuendo there i guess nowadays um, at least Christopher Rule draws backgrounds, and we get an idea of like what's happening around her. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a much more kind of professional-looking job.
1: Yeah, they're actually when they're at the pool, that's actually a good scene. Yeah. Oh yeah, and when she's being interviewed, like getting out of the limousine,
0: pretty it's good just stuff. The, it's just the right amount of background, right?
1: Yeah, it's good inking for the time. Although you know, you kind of notice these kind of these comics. They're definitely like the bottom of the barrel comics. You know, just dash it out, get it out the door. You know, like fast food comics.
2: I mean, that's
0: how that's definitely how I felt about. I learned about love the hard way too. Just felt like this. It's probably a Stan script. It just feels like Stan was kind of going through the motions. Uh, you know, it's, it's such a basic storyline. mm
2: mm-hmm, mm mm-hmm.
0: The girl in that story is another kind of unlikable person to me.
2: Yeah.
0: Although she is a little more empowered. You know, she breaks it off with the guy who's two-timing her.
1: Which story, sorry?
0: I learned about Love the Hard Way.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 learn about how, yeah, it's it's the worst story of all, of the four we read, I mean.
0: Well, I thought the one where she's suspicious is the worst one.
1: The one thing I do like about this, though, maybe Vince Coletta yeah. had a, I thought Weird, the, which, the, is, the art,
0: which is, yeah, this one, yeah, sorry. The
1: art yeah. was really nice. This the, one,
0: Coletta draws some backgrounds.
1: Yeah, and I, I, I don't know, I kind of like the inking and it's a little nice.
0: You know, he was—he drew a lot of the romance comics because he drew pretty, drew pretty girls,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it is, it does feel like he softens up Kirby's lines here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, none of these women look like Big Barda,
1: <laughs>
0: or even like Sue Storm.
1: Yeah, I I like I like this one. The art's probably better than the other ones, actually.
0: Yeah, like. A blonde woman on page 76, for example, like her face looks pretty right on. It's got this little touch of uh, glamour to it, even.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I like the hair, the way the hair is done. I don't know, maybe it's the printing or whatever, but I just like the way the hair is done. And it's just the drawings are better, I feel like.
0: Also, I like, I think the fashions that wearing actually are pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like the women wearing the, the things in their hair when they're driving and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, like you were calling out like the, the way the hair is drawn. And everyone's got different hairstyles. There's a certain amount of attention to detail on this one think it makes it interesting.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The mom on page 75 looks like she's going to blow away in a strong wind. She looks like she's got... She, this looks like she's sick or something.
1: One of the moms looks like Jack Kirby. <laughs> oh no, that's not a her. yeah. Not a, her. not a mom that looks like Kirby. He's all like, I don't have any references. I might as well just use myself.
0: Oh my god, then I flipped the page and um you know the next story is this war story, Doom under the deep. And oh my god, the stereotypical way he draws these Chinese uh Japanese villains. Oh, it's just like horrifying.
1: Yeah sign of the times
0: oh it's just it's just awful
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, I was perfect till I lost him um yeah it's an okay story too
1: yeah it's good to read these it's it's fun it's fun to go through them um it's fun to see you know compare Colettas which where on which points was he rushing which ones he wasn't in a rush.
0: I mean, the Simon and Kirby wars. This is why the Simon and Kirby romance stories were so surprising to us, I think.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: they're actually about something, they're not. I mean, really, I guess the big difference here is these stories are all just centered around the love itself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Near the love is kind of part of the larger storyline of these people's
1: lives. Yeah, I do want to say, I think the worst stories, if we ever go through them, they seem like the art might be a little bit better. And probably they're inked by like Al Williamson and Dick Ayers and those guys would maybe be a little bit better.
0: Why don't we look at some of the war stories next week?
1: Yeah, that would be cool.
0: Oh yeah, the story Mindfield, which Kirby inked himself. Oh yeah, I want to dig into this one. Mm-hmm. Let's do that next next time we talk, Amir.
1: Okay, cool. That sounds good. Thanks, Jason.
0: Thanks for talking about these with me. I'm glad we kind of got this nice closure on the Kirby romances.
1: Yeah, it's a good uh, good precursor for me to go on uh, the, day, the latest dating app on Hinge and start asking ladies out.
0: That's right. Look for fallen movie actresses and girls who don't know what they want.
1: From the 50s. From the they're 50s.
0: From- <laughs> who wear amazing pantsuits and things in their hair when they're driving. Thanks, Samir. See you later. See you.